Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a roots-based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook Pre-Arb Excellence group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode. Peterson signs with Cubs and media and ask me questions. If I was confusing, I will get to the Jack Peterson Cubs story in a minute. But I'm being hit with the same, what would be a one, two, three? Pretty much it's a one, two, three. Far too often. I don't mind when someone has a hunch on something. I'm thinking that this might happen. I'm hypothesizing that this might happen. I am looking at that injury and thinking that it might be a this. See how I'm couching that? I don't know what the reality is, but based on my information, and since I'm watching the game and you might be listening on radio, I'm supposed to be your eyes and your, your ears. What I see, what I think, what I assume, what I'm presuming is this. I don't mind that. I don't mind people giving hunches. But when you say, this happened, get that right. Get the this happened right thing. Please, 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 please try to get that right. Jack Peterson has signed with the Cubs, and we have been hit with the official one, two, three punch yet again. The first news is Jack Peterson signs with the Cubs. Details to follow. Okay, I'm good with that. As long as Jack Peterson signs with the Cubs, I'm good with that. I'm not going to argue at all with the first. It's the second punch that I don't like. The second punch is Jack Peterson has signed a one-year, $7 million contract with the Cubs. Now, there, there isn't, with, with the second punch, the Jack Peterson signs a $7 million contract with the Cubs. There is no, we're thinking that. There's no couching. There's no, our best information is, no, it is being stated as a fact. Jack Peterson signs a seven, a one-year $7 million. Okay, you have said that. You're on the hook. You're on the record. What usually happens, Peterson signs with the Cubs. $7 million contract, now about half an hour later, whoopsies! <laughs> oh, 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 it's it's not a one-year $7 million contract. Actually, it's something different from that. Don't tell us that then. If your information is hogwash, save it. Don't, don't tell us 
it's a one-year $7 million contract if it's not a one-year $7 million contract. I, I, I came on as the third punch hit and people started to say, oh, no, 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 it's not a one-year $7 million contract. It's something different. Um, so by the time I get done with this podcast, we'll probably have a fairly decent idea what the uh, contract terms are. But why do we get that second punch? Why do we get that second punch that lasts for about 20 minutes that says this is what the contract terms are, even though it's not what the contract terms are? Get the contract terms right. I don't know if anybody's paying any, any attention or not, but finances matter anymore in baseball. Finances matter, mattered back in the day, too. They matter now as well. Get the contract right. I, I don't need to know an update. You, know, you get the breaking news at 840. You get the more breaking news at 9. And you get the accurate information at news at 920. So you get the 8.40 news, you get the 9 o'clock news, and you get the 9.20 news. 8.40 news is accurate. 9 o'clock news is garbage. 9.20 news is accurate. Why do we want that 9 o'clock news? If it's wrong, don't say it. Okay, we've announced Jack Peterson's going to the Cubs. Smoke it. So Go outside, smoke whatever you're smoking. Have something to drink. Do whatever you got to do. But don't tell us garbage information at 9 o'clock that you're going to have to turn around and say, oh, no, 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 no. That, that, that's, that, that stuff that we told you at 9 o'clock, that's actually... Wait until 9.20. Find out what the terms actually are. Let's look at a trade sort of thing. Trade sort of scenario. Let's say there's a trade. This person and that person going from this team to that team for prospects. Okay, fine. No worries. If you start to get prospect names coming in and you're good with going with them, then go with the names that you have and say, and potentially more. As I remember, with the Cubs trade for Darvish, um... What was it? Owen Casey and Reggie Preci Preciado came in first. It was um, Caratini and Darvish going west and come to San Diego, then coming back to Chicago are Kyle Davies. And then it was Reggie Preciado and Owen Casey and two more prospects. Then about five minutes later, they named the other two prospects. Now that I'm fine with. Why am I fine with? Because I haven't been given any false information. I haven't been told crap. I haven't been lied to. With the Peterson contract, there is an option involved. It's not a one-year $7 million contract. They report it as a one-year, $7 million contract because they don't want to... <laughs> they prioritize rap, rapid, rapido, rapido, over being accurate. And that kind of annoys me a little bit. Maybe I'm just making mountains out of molehills, but I wish they'd rather get the information correct, get the entire thing... 
Tell us who he's going to once you're confident that that's who he's going to. But after that, take it, take your time, go, go to a buffet, go to a bar, go to a wherever, take your time, come back an hour later, look at, okay, here's what the contract actually is. Don't tell us what the contract isn't. Wait until you know what it is. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Put effort and quality into each one to try to share information that you won't necessarily get promptly or completely from other sources. If you have friends that might enjoy this sort of information delivery service on Deep Dive Cubs News, send them a link of an episode that might resonate with them. Perhaps this one. Hitting like, share, follow, retweet, or subscribe is also appreciated. Ask if you need assistance on sharing. Much of this podcast is on assessing value. As you assess the value this podcast provides you, most podcast delivery systems allow a link for you to contribute to the podcast and host in the fashion that is most applicable for you. Anchor also allows sponsorships for podcasts. Thanks for any and all levels of support. Jack Peterson. Actually, he's a whole lot more like Kyle Schwarber than you might think. I'm not sure quite how the Cubs are going to shuffle the innings about now, but there will be some innings shuffling to do probably. Ian Happ figures to be a pure all-time starter. Well, at least for 2021. When healthy, Ian Happ should start. Peterson will likely start against right-handed pitching. Jason Hayward will start against right-handed pitching. Against left-handed pitching, then you get to get creative. Phil Irvin or, uh, well, it could have been Kyle Garlick, but the Cubs didn't want Kyle Garlick. And, and, and a cast of others. A cast of others. Um, perhaps with the... Peterson signing, that makes it more likely that Nico Horner will start the season in Iowa. I'm not sure on that. What I really see with uh, Peterson, there is the option available. And first two, two and a half, three months will probably tell a lot as far as whether the Cubs actually want him around next year or not. If the Cubs want Jack Peterson around next year, if he figures it out, there are some people that hit very well in Wrigley Field, a whole lot better than they hit in other places, Dexter Fowler. And if Peterson ends up being one of those guys and by June or July, it becomes obvious that he belongs around next year, etc., 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 then fine. But the reality is, Jack Peterson and Kyle Davies are both in the same category in my world. If they have a good year, they are gone. They are gone in July. And whether the Cubs are in contention or not, they still might be gone in July. The concept of the white flag trade might take priority over other things. That might not be popular. It also might not happen. But I think the the reason the Cubs picked up Peterson, the reason the Cubs picked up Kyle Davies was to trade them both. Trade them both if they're doing well. If they're not doing well, then there's probably not a whole lot of reason to trade them. But uh, if the Cubs can milk three or three and a half good months out of Davies or and or Jack Peterson, then they trade. Peterson, 
hits a whole lot more like Kyle Schwarber than most people think. Schwarber has better power. Peterson has better defensive range, runs better routes, is a better outfielder. Schwarber has a better arm. Aside from that, they're rather similar. Both tend to struggle against left-handers. Both tend to, well, Peterson is a is probably a better player than Schwarber. Peterson is definitely a better player than Albert Almora. And really not a whole lot of question in that. Um, what's going to happen with Peterson? Is he going to be a player that gets welcomed with open arms? Or is he going to be a player that uh, Cubs fans are, I don't like him because he's not Kyle Schwarber. Hey, it, that's going to be up to the individual. My general is going to be, I'm going to be supportive of him. There are things he's good at. There are things he's less good at. But the better he does with the Cubs, the better his trade value ought to be come July. And the more he fetches in return in July, the better. So I'm going to be supportive of Kyle of uh, Jack Peterson because, well, first off, you ought to be supportive of people who um, aren't jag bags, and I haven't heard anything on that. So uh, hopefully he does well. Hopefully the Cubs do well, etc., etc., etc. And honestly, I'm a bit surprised at the move because it um, maybe maybe Tom Ricketts got some. Uh, GameStop shares sold before um, they were before uh, sales were blocked. I don't know. I don't know where the sudden interest in spending money came from. I I don't know. Um, but yeah, bringing in Peterson, the Cubs are a better team than they were last night. I woke up to see that uh, Peterson had signed, and the Cubs are a better team than they had been. There's really not a whole lot of difference between. Peterson and Schwarber. And once we find out what the contract terms are, which of course everybody likes to jump to right away, uh, if just to infuriate me, um, it sounds like Jack Peterson is much less expensive than Kyle Schwarber was. And the return ought to be about the same or better. And if you're in a situation where finances matter, and last time I checked, finances matter. You're better off having a good contract signed than a bad contract signed. This sounds like a good one. Um, if he plays plus 1.7, well, he if he plays a projected 1.7, 1.8, 1.9, 2.1 through mid-July, he probably trades somewhere. He probably trades somewhere to a team that suddenly needs a reasonably priced outfielder. And if the Cubs do end up trading Jack Peterson in July for prospects, it's probably a good thing. And it'll probably annoy some people if the Cubs are doing that sort of a trade when they're in first place or close to it. But I really think the idea of Tom Ricketts and the idea of Jed Hoyer is to build for 2023. Getting a good contract on 
Jack Peterson is probably better than the contract they would have gotten for Kyle Schwarber. The defense will be better. That should help the pitching. And it sounds like the pitching might need a little bit of help. Thanks for stopping by Pre-Arb Excellence. I'll have another podcast up soon as circumstances warrant. I'll attempt to have that worth your time as well. Be safe. Go Cubs, go. And be nice to people.